Welcome to the Contractor Success Map Podcast. I'm your host, Bradley Hart, and I'm an expert on how you can get the most out of your contracting company. The reason I designed this show is to help you turn your contracting company from a people-dependent money pit into a process-dependent cash cow to have the freedom you dreamed of when you start your business. Every Friday, we're releasing podcasts with information to help you get the most out of your contracting company. Be sure to join us at www.contractorsuccessmap.com and subscribe to receive our latest articles and special offers. And the best part, it's all free, just for you. This podcast is episode number 100. It will be about warning signs you have a bad bookkeeper in your contracting company. The number one warning sign you have a bad bookkeeper is they panic when you say you're going to have us review your QuickBooks. It is amazing how many times over the years We've been called in by contractors to clean up a horrific QuickBooks disaster called by disaster caused by some bad bookkeeper. There is a never-ending supply of bad bookkeepers, cheap bookkeepers, and common bookkeepers that move around the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, infecting and intending to destroy construction company home builders, commercial tenant improvement contractors, handymen, remodel contractors, trade contractors subcontractors, general contractors, and more. Every time it happens, it feels like we're all living through some kind of a bad movie script because everybody knows their lines. And the bookkeeper knows the scam, the jig, the what, call what you want. It's up, it's over, and it's time to leave. Now, just to clarify, we are not the largest construction firm in the world. Nowhere near it. We're actually a very, very small firm. But it just so happens we specialize in construction and construction accounting. And we have clients literally all over the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii. So let me just give you a quick word to the wise. And I use this many times in our own construction businesses more than I care to think about and I just say it, but I had to use the same phrase on myself here in our own accounting business over the years. Sometimes it happens. You do everything you can to hire the right person, and you think you got the right fit, and you've gone through all the battery of psychological tests, and everything looks good. And in the end, sometimes you realize this is a randalism. And I quote If you think it may be time to fire your bookkeeper, you are already 15 minutes too late. It is hard to find someone. It's hard to find. I tell you what, it is hard to fire someone, and it needs to be done properly. So, that word of caution. I hope you've already consulted your uh, your your labor attorney, and you have a good um, employment manual in place. If not, please consider getting a labor attorney and get an employment manual in place. Now, unfortunately, we know dozens of contractors across the country who never did fire the bookkeeper when they should have, and they let the situation deteriorate until they lost everything and filed bankruptcy. And we've, we've had several in, in 2014. This podcast is actually being done in 2015. But over the years, I've seen it happen over and over and over. And one in particular was a real heartbreak, and I'm just going to touch on it very briefly was a remodel contractor 
who had hired a bookkeeper, which I was familiar with, and I knew that person, that person knew me, and let's just say it, we were not friends. Not enemies, but we were definitely not friends. And right in front of the contractor, I didn't do this sort of thing, is I said, you would be better off right now. Pay this person two weeks severance pay and let them move on to someplace else. Um, contractor didn't do that. Looked at me like I was crazy. And the bookkeeper, um, we'll just put it this way, she's very attractive, was able to convince the contractor that, oh no, she would just do wonderful things for the company. Because long story short, they filed bankruptcy. They lost their house. Um, the family went homeless for a while. And the contractor is a broken-down, empty husk of a man. And I hope he, he, he recovers. These things happen. Um, enough said. Let me give you some of the warning signs. You have a bad bookie in your contracting company. They talk down to you. They use accounting speak. And try to make you feel stupid when you ask the question. That one really irritates me because I'm in a lot of contractors' offices and the so-called bookkeeper tries to use accounting speak. Well, that's fine. I have more degrees with monitor and more asserts in the, uh, the candy aisle of the 7-Eleven store. So we can play the accounting speak game and I always win. It's unnecessary. They constantly arrive late, rushed, and missed deadlines without any explanation or apology. I refer back to Dr. Deming, Dr. W.O. Deming. 97% of all problems are common causes, 3% are special causes. I don't necessarily personally want an apology. I just want to know what the person is going to do to fix the system so it never happens again. Next thing they do is they leave your office a mess. Papers in a pile, unopened mail, and the one that absolutely makes my blood boil is checks lying around that should be in the bank. If a check shows up in the mail, I'd like to see that check in the bank by the close of the business day. It's not always possible, but at the worst, um, that next morning, get that, get those checks in the bank. Don't let them just sit there. Next item after bid, they look sloppy or disheveled, and they dress like they're on vacation or something less desirable. So I'm going to say they dress like they're on vacation. Use your imagination for that. And when I say something less desirable, I have seen situations where men and women both um, dress in a less than desirable fashion for an office. Enough said. Next, they don't explain your options for resolving a problem or generating a QuickBooks report. It's basically their way or the highway. Well, everything is collaborative. They don't review QuickBooks on a consistent, scheduled basis to make sure everything is in working order. Well, guess what? QuickBooks gets out of whack. Things happen. We have a process here. We review the Quick everybody's QuickBooks files on a regular basis. So we have data entry people, we have bookkeepers, accountants, and we have somebody that comes behind everybody and does another sweep. And we sweep the, book, the QuickBooks files on a regular basis looking for anomalies and things that people just missed. Okay? That's a team approach as opposed to having one lone bookkeeper. Here's a pet peeve. You're paying them to do the work for your business. 
However, they conduct personal business in your office when they're supposed to be working on, on your projects. That's a big no-no. Surfing the web, checking Facebook, answering your cell phone. Hey, this is all great stuff when they're home. Not when you're paying them to do the work. And no big surprise, accounting takes a lot of intense mental energy. So that's why here in our office we uh, let people leave their cell phones off and not conduct personal business. If they feel the need to do that, then we give them a few days or a week or a month or the rest of their life off to take care of those personal issues. We, we pay them very well, and I expect them to do their job when they're here. So we have a really good team. We have a fantastic team here. They, conduct, they get defensive or argumentative when you ask about financial reports or project costs. Well, there's a reason to get defensive or argumentative. They don't know what they're doing. Bless their hearts. And so the last thing what you do is ask for a job costing report and then try to explain it to, to you. So they get defensive and have a bit of a problem. The, uh, the more experienced bad bookkeepers, I call them Krusty the Clowns, been around for a long time. Over 10 years seems to be the, the thing. I don't know why it just is. But those contractors are very smart and they have learned over the years how to treat contractors and train contractors like an organ grinder who trains a monkey. Now that's a kind of a, a harsh word picture, but I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen where I go into a, a contractor's office and the bookkeeper is practically in control. I've had a few situations and times where the bookkeeper has represented him or herself as being in management. That is a dangerous can of worms. So. Moving right along. They refuse to invest time and money in continuing education because they know everything. Why would somebody who knows everything about everything want to waste time and money in education? Now, for example, everybody working here has at least 10 years experience in construction and construction accounting. And guess what? I have over 30 years experience in construction and construction accounting. I'm doing a blend there. As you know, I was a contractor for a number of years. I grew up a construction family. All I know is with my extensive background and education, I still spend a minimum of 100 hours a year in continuing education because things change. What I learned and know that took place three years ago has changed so much. We are all involved in education because we don't know everything. That's why we keep current. Moving right along. They are passive-aggressive, and they will study you and your staff and learn how to manipulate everybody. And they do it so sly, it's just not even funny. They are masters at getting power. They are masters at getting power over you, your staff, and new employees and outside suppliers. That's the key. Be aware of that. We've seen this happen more often than not. I've talked to bankers on a regular basis, and then some often the banker will say, you know, so-and-so contractor, you might want to go talk to them because the bookkeeper is really um, causing some problems. And I try to talk to the guy, but he doesn't understand. So they 
the bad bookkeeper. Our masters, again, again, empower you, your staff, your your new employees, and your outside suppliers. Next, they hate change and will fight tooth and nail to stop it. If they can't stop it, they will destroy your company. They know you're responsible for taxes, fines, penalties, and interest. So this is where they get even. Gee, they forgot to file that tax return. Gee, they forgot to make that tax posit. Okay, that's bad news. We have an answer for that. It's pretty simple. We make sure that all the tax filings are prepared, and then we follow up. That's a nice word for NAG, but we follow up with you, make sure that you make those deposits on time. Whether you do or not is your business, but we will follow up with you. They know how to increase your quarterly tax return costs by allocating expenses in the wrong place. There's a whole lot of information there. They understand that bookkeeping is 90% repetitive transactions and 10% complex transactions. I use a phrase sometimes I say it's, it's, like, it's like flying a plane. 90% of the time it's just boring. And 10% of the time it's sheer terror. They don't know what to do with complex transactions, so they put them where they feel like. Here's a big one. You need to know this. This happens more often than you possibly can imagine. They have side jobs working for their companies or an entire bookkeeping business on the side. They decide how much integrity, if any, your company has, and they will tell everyone who listens. And integrity is kind of a fuzzy area, but... Um, they, they talk too much on a turn. They create a miserable work environment causing turnover in your staff, which costs you money. Every time you get to hire somebody new, it costs you dearly. Make your customers and clients feel unwelcome and unappreciated, which costs you money. They act as if they are serving time in jail and do the minimum required to keep their job. And that's interesting, too. I've seen this happen more often than not. They will chip away at what they do and try to pass it over to somebody else just in case somebody else will do it for them and keep chipping away and chipping away. You see, things are bad. To suggest businesses are bad and construction owners are the worst. Let me tell you, it's a fact. They are jealous of your success and even more so if they ever failed in a construction business or any business at all. Now, this is going to be a little sensitive, and I want to apologize in advance. You take it for what it's worth. Nobody in the one percenters works a 40-hour week. The bad bookkeeper, you'll be lucky if you get them to show up for 40 hours a week. I hope that speaks in the volume right there. They never learn anything new unless the company, that's you, pays for the training and it's on the clock. So they want you to pay for the tuition, pay for the books, and pay them to, to learn. They want to get paid. They, this is really common right around tax season. Here we are again, getting close to tax season. And we see this happening a lot. They quit when the tax return is being prepared because QuickBooks is a mess and they've been caught. They come in a little late every morning and leave a little bit early to make up for it. 
Yes, you heard that right. They come in a little late in the morning and leave a little early to make up for it. Doesn't make sense, does it? They bit you with drama, nasty comments, and minor actions to find your tolerance limit. They get even with you for every perceived injustice against themselves and society as a whole. It's just something they do to everybody, not just contractors. They keep you busy with lots of mindless crap to divert attention from why the books are a mess. They let you think you're in control of bookkeeping and the bookkeeper until it's too late. They make you think they're looking out for the best interests of your company. Well, that's a big laugh. There are tons of good employees that do. And you know it. You know it in your gut if they're looking out for your best interest. You also know the ones who are just paying lip service. They let the work expand to fill whatever time you're willing to pay them to get it done. Here's a big one. They become indispensable in order to take time off whenever they please and hold you hostage. There was um, a, a guy who wrote articles in the Chicago Sun-Times, I believe, and this was years ago, and he wrote an article. It was really kind of funny, but a lot of truth in it. He said, I never take a vacation because what if I'm gone for two weeks and the entire newspaper falls apart? Or worse yet, what if I'm gone for two weeks and nothing falls apart? They may discover how much don't need me. That's also a, a little hint. If a bookkeeper doesn't take vacations, um, you're more than likely the victim of a lot of embezzlement. They negotiate for additional perks, benefits, changes, and elimination of personal accountability. They network for a better job with your suppliers, clients, vendors, and your competitors. And we get this quite a bit. Bad bookkeepers working someplace, and they'll want to drop their office and say hi, or they want to connect on LinkedIn, and next thing you know, they're asking for hiring, and uh, we say no. That's all there is to it. They represent themselves to outsiders as the owner or manager with decision-making authority. Please be aware of that. That's a real problem. Again, I think I mentioned this once. I'm going to just cover it again briefly. They text, message, email, surf the web, chat on the cell phone, and socialize on company time. They train you to leave them alone by getting upset and angry whenever you want anything. That's called the drama king and queen. They work hard at causing just enough chaos so the owner does not earn more than the bookkeeper. Yes, you heard that right. I've seen this happen too many times. They work hard at causing just enough chaos so you, the owner, the contractor, do not earn more than the bookkeeper. If you're earning more than the bookkeeper, then the bad bookkeeper will do what they can to rectify the situation. A lot of people like uh, the idea of redistributing the wealth. I've never yet heard anybody say, hey, I want to help redistribute the load and the work. Now, when you do come across those people, and we have those people here in our office, um, they get paid real well. Redistribute the, the load? Man, we're going to share the wealth big time. Next, they live in a chaotic, neurotic, psychotic Selfish, disorganized, blame game environment. And one of the last ones is, 
I've seen this so many times, it just almost makes me laugh. They work through lunch so they can leave earlier in the day. You go figure out the math on this one. They're at the office for seven hours and expect you to pay for eight. It's, I, I don't fully understand it, but I've seen it happen. So, if your business fails, they say, and I quote, I've heard this exact phrase, I don't know how many times, exact words. It's like there's some kind of script somewhere. Quote, the contractor was incompetent and I saw it coming. Unquote. And when they hear, I'm sorry, when they leave, more often than not, expect to hear either these exact words or something very close to it. And I quote, chaos, panic, and disorder. My work here is done. First time I heard that years ago, I thought, what in the world? But then I heard it, that exact phrase, that phrase is just like it so many times now. It's just I expect it. In fact, when they start saying it, I just say it in front of them and they say it together. <laughs> <laughs> it's just funny. It's, I'm sorry, it's not funny, but it's just what happens. Let me ask you a question. What happens when a person in control of QuickBooks is unhappy with you? Answer, the same thing that happens when the person who cooks your food is unhappy with you. As they say in the uh, military and other places, be kind to the chef. He or she cooks your food. I hope that's enough to... I don't need to say anything more about that. Listen, in the end, bad bookkeepers will leave you with unfiled, unpaid taxes, gasping, upset, with tear-stained cheeks, wide-eyed, stupid, mouth open, standing in the middle of the highway of business success, staring at the remains of your business as it has been crashed, rolled over, upside down, in the ditch, on fire, with flames belching from all sides and no hope in sight. And then things get real ugly. Because you'll recall having read my blog, and I quote, the general contractor in River Construction Commerce, and realize all of this can be avoided. Could have been avoided. Listen, I, I know I'm a little bit passionate about this, and I'm not apologetic at all, because I've been in constr around construction my entire life. And I'm a little bit, uh, I'm, I'm a lot passionate, I admit it. I'm passionate about contractors. And I've seen bad bookkeepers ruin too many businesses, especially construction companies. In most cases, it was bookkeeper incompetence or bookkeeper embezzlement. In other cases, it appears to me there may have been some deliberate identity theft. However, I cannot be certain. All I know for sure is I have witnessed business failures that have led to divorce, families destroyed, finances wiped out, people living on the streets, and in a few extreme cases, I know of contractors that have taken their own lives, and it needs to stop. I encourage you, replace your wealth prevention tool, bad bookkeeper, before it's too late. Please consider outsourcing your bookkeeping now. If you don't outsource it to us, won't hurt my feelings at all. Find somebody and outsource it as soon as possible. Somebody who's competent in construction accounting. Well, I hope this podcast helps you understand that outsourcing your contractors' bookkeeping services to us is more than just doing the bookkeeping. It's about taking a holistic approach to your entire construction company and helping support you as a contractor and as a person. 
We understand the good, bad, ugly about owning and operating construction companies because we've had several of them. And we sincerely care about you and your construction company. That's all I have for now. And if you've listened this far, please do me the honor of commenting and rating a podcast on whatever medium you're listening to this on. Tell me what you liked, you didn't like, and tell as it is. Because your feedback is crucial, and I think in advance. It's my opinion that if you're a contractor, you deserve to be wealthy because you bring value to other people's lives. And if it weren't for contractors, we wouldn't have houses to live in, roads and bridges, commercial spaces, and shopping malls or any other structure. You bring value to other people's lives. Therefore, you deserve to be wealthy. Well, this is one more example of how fast, easy accounting is helping construction company owners all across the USA, including Alaska and Hawaii, put more money in the bank to operate and grow your construction company. Construction accounting is not rocket science. It's a lot harder than that and a lot more valuable to people like you. So stop missing out. If you'd like to learn more about what makes construction accounting different from regular accounting, please visit www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash CA. And please feel free to call Sherry 206-361-3950 or send her an email S-H-A-R-I-E at fasteasyaccounting.com Again, the phone number is 206 361 Five zero, and schedule your no-charge one-hour consultation. Private contractors and construction company owners have no the value of outsourced accounting and bookkeeping services and contractor coaching services like ours for a very long time, and I know about it too. If you're thinking about outsourcing your contractor's bookkeeping services, you're invited to download a guide to find the right contractor bookkeeping service to fit your particular situation at www.fasteasyaccounting.com forward slash HS. Now, I do want to caution you that we may or may not be a good fit for your contracting company. This guide will help you learn what to look for in outsourced construction accounting. Thank you very much. Hope you understand we really do care about you and all contractors, regardless of whether or not you ever hire our services. I trust it will be of value to you, and your feedback is always welcome. Bye for now. Until our next episode here on the Contractor Success Map Podcast, where we remove contractors' unique paperwork frustrations. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on how to turn your contracting company into a process-dependent cash cow. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to the Contractor Success Map. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star rating and review here on iTunes. And make sure to head over to www.contractorsuccessmap.com to subscribe to receive the latest articles and special offers. If you'd like to discuss your business strategy, simply click on the button labeled Strategy Session. And the best part, it's all free, just for you.